0: Welcome to the Hunter's Hub. This is your host, Fort Juan, uh joined by Sasha. How are we doing today?
1: Pretty good. Ready to quiz you guys in a different format. How are you yeah. and Ace doing?
2: I'm good. I'm better now that I actually got my food. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That was quite, quite the ordeal, as you... <laughs> As we were there for live,
2: <laughs> um, yeah, never have I had a such a infuriating Taco Bell experience.
0: Yeah, that yeah, that was something special. to To explain to the audience, he, he got there and they're like, "Um, come back later." I've never heard any restaurant do that
2: like, ten minutes later, so I went and killed ten minutes, and I came back, and when I first got there, there was no one in the line, and then when I came back, there were, like, over half a dozen people in line. So I was like, uh, maybe let me check if I can go inside. The doors are locked. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I weird-owled it, and trapped myself in the drive-thru.
0: Yeah. So, uh, before I forget, this is the um, video game podcast that is born in the Monster Hunter community. Uh, even though we we'll probably not be talking Monster Hunter today, because I don't think any of us has played it for probably over three months now. So. I mean. I think August.
2: I played a little bit like a week or two ago or something gotcha. like that. But nothing like super long place not like a super long place session or anything like that so
0: yeah so uh this this quiz uh i guess do you want to explain to the audience how it goes or do you just want to go off because you did explain to us
1: sure i'll explain it and try to explain it smoother (laughs) this time so um i'm gonna give you clues in an effort to try to get you to guess a game. And the clues are going to start off very vague, and they're going to get increasingly more specific uh, so that they are intended to guide you towards guessing the answer. The first clues are worth 10 points. The very last clues in the clue set are only worth one point. So each clue is worth one point less. For this to be competitive, you guys will each have three guesses per game, And Mm -hmm. you can guess at any point as I am giving you clues. Only one of you will earn points in the round and it'll be the first person to guess the game. And the points that you earn will be based on the value of the clue that you guessed. Okay. Okay. Any questions? Uh, We good? Nope. All right. So I'm going to start us with, for 10 points... This game was originally released in Japan in 1986.
0: The Legend of Zelda.
1: No, and you just use one of your clues. Gotta keep track of this. Okay.
0: One of my guesses, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, when you guys are ready for the next clue, just go ahead and, like, Yeah, I'm gonna or... need
0: more, more than that. Yeah. Okay. But I I do know that Zelda was 86. So.
1: For nine points. Released Mm -hmm. on the NES in 1987 in North America and in 1988 in Europe.
0: Mm. I'm going to need another one.
1: (laughs) All right. For eight points. An action adventure game in sprite rendered 2D landscapes
0: still need more because still brain going to zelda and obviously that Mm -hmm. wasn't the answer so
1: for seven points the company that you work for was trying to retrieve stolen samples of a parasitic creature that can latch onto anything and drain it completely of its life energy metroid there you go so you get seven points Yes. An ace, you get nothing. I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay. So I'll read the rest of the clues before we go to the next one. So for six points would have been directed by Satoru Okada and Masao Yamamoto, produced by Gunpei Yakoi, written by Makoto Kano, and scored by Hirokazu Tanaka. For five I'm points... Sure fa- I I'm feel sure like fans people... of the series
0: would, would know that. I yep. am not, so I don't know that. Really. Yeah.
1: For five points, boasted five different endings and an early popular game for speedrunning. Oh, yeah.
0: That would have tipped, tipped me a lot more, too.
1: For four points, you will encounter bosses crate and Ridley before your final boss encounter. Oh, yeah. For three points... You are a bounty hunter hired to infiltrate a space pirate fortress.
0: So did you? So you want to hear a funny story? Yeah. They didn't know what bounty hunter meant. The Japanese developers—they didn't know until they had a meeting with um, all retro games and Metroid Prime, which was like 2002. They didn't know. Th- they thought bounty hunter was just like someone who was just like a mercenary with a good heart. With they a didn't good know, heart. like, <laughs> no, I'm serious. They that's why they thought she was supposed to be motherly and kind-hearted and stuff, and she was just like cool at the same time and could do a lot of things. It's such an interesting, uh, like behind the game thing, like that, that to learn that they didn't know it in English. You know, bounty hunter in English, it's pretty obvious but they didn't have such a thing in japan so they just think it sounded cool
1: it's funny (laughs) because that's gonna lead to one of the other clues i have which was the decision to make samus a woman was heavily influenced by aliens so it sounds like they thought ripley was a bounty hunter yeah yeah that would have been the one point clue but for two points it would have been the pioneer of the metroidvania genre for one point, a decision that was heavily influenced by the Alien franchise, the main protagonist is revealed in one of five endings to be a woman. Okay. So Metroid. All right. All right. So our next game for ten points. This game was mm-hmm. originally released in two thousand seven.
0: I have a couple, but no. Yeah, I need more than that. Oh,
1: I I do this to you guys quite a bit. I picked the same year for a lot, so that like, I really don't want you to swing for the fences. But hey, like, go for it. All right, for nine points. This game was released for Microsoft Windows and OS X.
0: No, I I got
1: nothing. For eight points. It included three camera styles, including two isometric perspectives and an over-the-shoulder view for in-game combat.
0: Nope. Nothing.
1: For seven points, includes three fighting styles to choose in different situations, fast, strong, and group. (laughs)
0: it's sound it's sounding better but i i don't yeah no
1: for six points alchemy is essential for gameplay but you also need to be careful about your toxicity the witcher yep so you get another six points which brings you to 13 points
0: i have played this one and that was i was getting there with the the strong the fast and the but i was just like mm. all right i don't know
1: so the remainder of our clues here for 5 points would have been it did not get a console release but its sequels did in 2011 and 2015 for 4 okay. points a remake was announced in October 2022 under the code name Canis Majoris
0: uh-huh. nice Canis major,
1: Wait.
3: yeah.
0: That doesn't make sense. I guess that would be the the school name for of, the
1: wolf. School of the wolf. Yeah, is where he his Witcher school.
0: Because uh, that I think that's the Latin for the actual species name of a wolf.
1: I think so. But, and he's the white wolf. I think it makes sense. I think it's a great code it, name.
0: It does. <laughs> I, I I get I get mixed up because a house cat is Felis domesticus. So, that b- messes with my brain. Is like Majoris. like like, but I it's not domestic. So yeah.
1: All right. So for three <laughs> points, you carry two swords. Steel for humans, silver for monsters and beasts. Mm-hmm. For two there's points, a,
0: there's a really good song that is just silver for monsters in that game. This is the name of the song.
1: Okay. Two, two points right. based on a popular fantasy novel series and helped to launch a Netflix series of the game title. And mm-hmm. for one point, you are Geralt of Rivia.
0: Nice. Yeah. Wow. I I learned some fun uh, fun some fun facts about The Witcher recently. Yeah. Um. He's not actually from Rivia.
1: No, he is not. It's just, like, He's, what he decided to make him feel more human to other people was to, like, say, of a city, like how all the other people do.
0: Did I hear that
1: from you, then? Maybe. I don't know.
0: Maybe. Maybe.
1: Yeah, am, maybe. am I the only person that info dumps about The Witcher on you?
0: <laughs> no. so You're not. I, cause I don't
1: <laughs> think I don't think I told you that. Okay. But, yeah. All right our next game for 10 mm-hmm. points this game was also originally released in
0: 2007 okay <laughs> I mean, these are both the year after I graduated high school so
1: for 9 points
0: very...
1: released for mm-hmm. Microsoft Windows Xbox 360 and Playstation 3 okay for 8 points Incorporated ideas by 20th century dystopian and utopian writers, including Huxley, Rand, and Orwell.
0: No, that's that's too early for the game that I'm thinking of. So, Ace, yeah, I have to keep going.
1: You look like you're thinking about it. You get three guesses.
2: I am. I don't. I don't have anything okay. concrete
1: for 7 points influenced by historical figures including John D Rockefeller Jr and Walt Disney
3: What is the name of that game Oh no <laughs> Hey uh, I'm trying to think
2: of All right Stuff, uh but,
0: well. I, the, the problem give me a second because like okay. if i
1: you get three guesses it's you know
0: i i know and i'm trying i'm trying to think of the name of the game i think i know what it is i just don't remember are you the able name to, of the game
2: are you able to repeat yep the <clears throat>
1: except
2: for the year yep.
1: start with the year or skip the year Okay, so this came out for Windows, for 360, and for PlayStation 3. It incorporated ideas by 20th century dystopian and utopian writers, including Huxley, Rand, and Orwell. And it was influenced by historical figures, including John D. Rockefeller Jr. and Walt Disney
2: is this it bioshock? is
1: bioshock so you get see this seven is what points. this is what
0: i was trying to remember the name of because i don't play it
1: all i was like big,
0: all big right. brother little sister <laughs> <laughs> all the underwater city yep. <laughs> i know <Yep>. all
1: right <laughs> like so everything first everything <laughs> was going through my brain six points sequels were released in 2010 and 2013 Five points, considered a spiritual successor to the System Shock series.
0: Yeah, that would have got it for me, for sure.
1: Four Uh. points, the discovery of Atom led to the creation of plasmids, which grant superhuman powers to its users. Three points, you are Jack, who survives a plane crash into the Atlantic Ocean. Two points, who somehow finds his way to the underwater city of Rapture, and for one Mm -hmm. point, would you kindly?
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. All right, so we are at ace at seven, and Fortuan at 13. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Here we go. You guys are playing really, like, strategically. You got three guesses. You can swing for the fences once in a while. Okay. I did. I did on the first one. You did. Confidently. Legend of Zelda. <laughs> okay. For 10 points, this game was also originally released in 2007. <laughs> Resistance 3. No. And that's one of your guesses. Okay. For 9 points. This game was released on the PlayStation 3.
0: Still would have been true. But yeah.
1: For eight points. With sequels released in 2009, 2011, and 2016, and two spin offs in 2011 and 2012. Uncharted? Yes. Ace wow. for eight points. Man. All right, Ace. That brings you to fifteen.
2: I was gonna say it's it's like too early for the last of us. So I was like, I don't know. I feel like it's gonna be a one of the yep. series. I was like, yeah. This the multi, the what two two more and then two sequels. I was like. It's I've be. played. It's the only uh, the only thing I've played
0: spin-off. and beat the first three. I own the fourth one, but I've never played it. Like I don't. I have zero interest in the spinoffs too.
1: Well, for seven points, it was a third-person perspective action adventure gameplay with some 3D platforming. For six points, mm-hmm. you are on a quest to discover the hidden riches of El Dorado. Yep. For five points, you claim to be a descendant of Sir Francis Drake.
0: That is a dead giveaway.
1: For four points, the video game character is voiced by Nolan North, but he is played on Mm -hmm. the big screen by Tom Holland.
0: Oh yeah. Which was an okay movie. It wasn't great.
1: (laughs) For three points, developed by Naughty Dog, published by Sony. For two points, Tomb Raider but with a male protagonist. One point, you are Nathan Drake. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're at Ace at fifteen and Forton at thirteen.
2: Okay, and that was the last time he was in the lead.
1: <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I I tried to pick games that were evenly distributed across, like, you know, PlayStation, Xbox switch or all of nintendo and some pc i I tried to get it all mixed in so okay but you know there's always the inevitable bias so okay here we go
3: yeah
1: for 10 points this game was originally released in 2006
0: okay
1: for nine points Mm nothing It was released for the Nintendo DS. Nope, nothing. For eight points, the first in its oh, hold, series. He's saying, he's saying, hold on. Oh, okay.
2: I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna, shot in the dark at, uh, Pokemon Emerald. No,
1: and that's one of your one of your guesses. No. For eight points. The first in its series to include Wi-Fi features.
0: No, I'm good. All right.
1: For seven points. A role-playing adventure game, primarily in the third-person overhead perspective, includes three basic screens, a field map, a battle screen, and a menu. For six points, gameplay features a day-night cycle that boasts five time periods, morning, day, afternoon, evening, and night. Okay. Nope. Okay. Ace, you thinking?
2: I'm thinking, but
1: nothing's
2: nothing's lighting up. For five
1: points... Series battle mechanics were changed in this entry with attacks being categorized as physical, special, and status.
0: Pokemon black
1: and white. Nope, and that's one of yours. Okay, Ace. Okay. For four points, it's the fourth generation.
0: Diamond and Pearl. There you go.
1: There you go. You get four
0: points. I do do not know my Pokemon games. Like, I'm serious. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I do not know the generations of which they came out. I know Gen 1, Gen 2, and then, like, um, Sun and Moon and Past. Like, all the other ones are just a blur of... To me.
1: (laughs) So we got um, three points would have been... It's the fourth generation, which added 107 new Pokemon. For two okay. points. Remakes were released on the Switch in 2021.
0: Which I did play and, and beat.
1: And for one point, uh Dialga and Palkia are on the covers of the games.
0: Yeah. Uh I did also play the remake remakes as Bug Trainer Cham, if you remember.
1: Yes, I do. And
0: it was fucking terrible. Because Cricketot was my only option through oh, no. gym 1.
1: Oh no. <laughs> That's terrible.
0: I had to have a team of cricket tunes that sung everything to sleep and then hit everything for physical damage. The cricket tenors. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was terrible. Beautiful. I hated it.
2: The barber the barbershop cricket
0: <laughs> No, I had 6 of them and I still regularly lost. I spent 11 hours of the game beating Jim 1.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we are challenges at.
0: Challenges are too much.
1: We are at Ace at 15 and 420 at 17. Mm-hmm. And we're going into the next one for 10 points. This game was originally released in 2004.
2: There's
0: so many. <laughs> I,
1: know. I know. right? That's why it's worth 10 points. Yeah. You get real lucky. <laughs> All right. For nine points, explore an open world in third or first person perspective.
0: I'm going to go to the next clue. For eight
1: points. Choice of faction, race, and class, with some classes limited to particular races.
0: World of Warcraft?
1: Yes, for eight points.
0: See, what threw me off was the first person, because I would have guessed World you of Warcraft. You can but
1: switch to that, it's just, you know.
0: Like... You can, it's just dumb, too. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. but like you can, technically.
0: Yes, you can.
1: Alright, so you are up to twenty-five points. And the rest of our clues here for seven mm-hmm. points, a choice of two professions that can focus on production and or gathering. Your secondary mm-hmm. skills are archaeology, cooking, and fishing. For six yep. points, you may join a guild with other real players or choose to go alone. For five points, you can earn a rested content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and miss half the content i mean they have yeah. like the queues and stuff you can still join things you're just gonna yeah. have well, they a didn't at harder the time,
0: time. at the time you had nothing for yeah raids. i think that was, Lich like, it was only dungeons yeah
1: um so for five points you can earn potentially an earn arrested bonus when you stay logged out of the game for extended periods of time yep For four points, when you die, your spirit or wisp arrives at a graveyard and you have to return to your body.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: For three points, an MMORPG with a monthly subscription. For two points, still releasing expansion packs today, or you can choose to be vanilla.
0: (laughs) Which the vanilla uh, also has expansions in it now. Yeah. you don't have a choice. Vanilla is Burning Crusade right now.
1: No, I think they're getting ready to do Lich King because I got like a targeted ad on Facebook about yes. it, and I was like, "Stop! Yeah. This is this is bad. Like, I need to go to a meeting." <laughs> anyway, um, for one point, developed and published by Blizzard. Yep. All right. So, Ace, you're at 15. Fortran, you're at 25. Here we go. For 10 points.
2: Deficit grows.
1: Unless you get 10 points, you just shoot for the fences. For 10 points, this game was released in 2011.
0: Nothing for me.
1: Ace? Arkham City. And that's one of your guesses. Okay. For 9 points, originally released for Windows, Mac OS X Linux, PS3 and Xbox 360.
0: You really threw me off by saying
2: I mean, I still feel like that could have been Ark of the City. But... It was Arkham All City right. was
0: there's no way it was on Mac and Linux. There's no way.
1: All right, so for eight points, a puzzle platforming game in the first-person perspective. Portal you got two. it for eight points. Wow.
0: Yeah, I was thinking Portal, but I was like, no, Portal's 2007, I think, at least with the, the orange box.
1: All right, Ace, you're up to 23 Fortuan, you're at 25. And the rest of our clues here. For seven points, this game includes a single player campaign and a cooperative campaign.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: For six points, it shares in the fictional universe with the Half Life series.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: For five points, along the way, you will enjoy some audio recordings from Cave Johnson, voiced by J.K. Simmons. Mm hmm. For four points, you are betrayed by a personality core named Wheatley, voiced by Steven Merchant. For three points, you're forced to team up with an AI named GLaDOS, voiced by Ellen Mm McLean. For two points, you are Chell, the survivor of the first game, who has been in suspended animation until the start of this game. And for one point... Your gameplay includes use of devices produced and tested by Aperture Science, including the handheld portal device and the thermal discouragement beam. Mm -hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Two things. Love J.K. Simmons. Recently, we watched uh, Jennifer's body, and I love him in that. Ride out, kids. Ride out. (laughs) And then... uh, What what was the recent thing that you said on, like, the third or second hint? Something disintegration oh, or something Oh, the something
1: thermal like discouragement beam? beam.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> no. Art- particle oh, displacement? Oh,
1: it's the handheld portal device.
0: Yeah.
2: is my brain just auto-filled the uh, Spongebob imagination? Meme the uh, Particle particle displacement displacement. Mm -hmm. I think
0: she said particle displacement But I get ya
2: No it was some weird
1: It was a discouragement
2: Or disintegration Or something like that
0: Thermal discouragement
2: No it was There was something that was said that had that same Jun At the end
1: Suspended animation
2: suspended yeah.
0: animation suspended there you animation go. that makes more sense yes
1: okay all right we're at 23 to 25 for 10 okay. points this game originally released in 2004 mhm for 9 points it released for the Xbox and the PlayStation 2
0: okay
1: For eight points, it includes a single-player story or a local multiplayer mode with up to four-player deathmatch.
0: And this was on, the last one was, it's on both PlayStation and
1: Xbox? Xbox and PlayStation 2.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: For seven points, sequels released in 2010 and 2018. Nope. All right. For six points, a third-person shooter action-adventure game with a linear story.
0: Uh, Is it Red Dead Revolver?
1: It is Red Dead Revolver for six points.
0: Goodness gracious, I would have not known that because that has never appeared in our 2004 discussions. (laughs) Never.
1: Well, that's a a shame because that's a great game. It's a great game.
0: What tipped me off was the 2018 release. And I was like, what release in 2018 that people cared about that I didn't? Red Dead 2. Okay.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So I was laughing at the start too because with each of these, the chaotic part of my brain, when you announce the year, Mm -hmm. so in this case, 2004, my brain was like really tempted just to be like like, NFL 2005. (laughs) Well...
0: People say 2004, or my brain goes to Monster Hunter every time because that's when it came out. It was the PS2 one. But the moment you said 360, I'm like, it's out. No. Nope. didn't come on 360. So,
1: All right. So the rest of our clues for five points. In between levels within the linear story, you can freely explore the town of Brimstone. Okay. For four points, you play as the bounty hunter Red Harlow for the majority of the game, but you have a chance to play as other characters for short segments. Okay. For three points, the primary game mechanic for the series introduced in this game is the Dead Eye System. For two points, developed by Rockstar San Diego and published by Rockstar Games. And for one point, you have been searching for your father's killer and will recognize him by his matching revolver. Yep. All right. Um, we are at ace 23, Fortwan 31 for 10 points. Originally released in 2016 for Windows, with follow-up releases in 2017 for PS4 and Xbox One.
0: PC first. Interesting. Was
2: this, Overwatch? Is this no, Overwatch? that's one of your guesses. Mm-hmm.
1: Damn it. Mm-mm. All right, for nine points, released on the Switch in 2019 and in 2020 for Android, iOS, PS5, and Xbox Series XS. What was the first year you said? Sorry, 2016 for Windows.
0: 2016. Yeah, it was a good guess for Overwatch. I mean, but it was it was day and date on all three for Overwatch.
2: I just thought because of Blizzard.
1: Yeah. For eight points. Online asymmetrical multiplayer game.
0: Oh, that's a good one. Because uh, there's not a lot of those. Gosh, did that come to the Switch? No. No. I'm not, I not I don't know. Nope. Okay. My brain stuck on stuck on the the garbage fire one and it's not that.
1: Okay. Ace?
2: No, okay. I definitely have.
1: Format is 1 1 yes, versus currently. 4. Mhm. For 6 points, some of the original characters made for the game include the ser- included in this series are Dwight Claudette, the nurse and the hag.
2: The office has ruined me. Left for
0: Dead? But that doesn't make sense.
1: It's not Left For Dead. For five points. Some of the licensed characters in this game include Bill from Left For Dead and Detective Tap from Saw. Nope. Okay. For four points. DLC is still being released with a growing list of survivors and killers.
0: Oh, Dead by Daylight?
1: Yeah, there it is. Damn it, I was <laughs> <laughs> All right. That I never played you it. Thirty five. Uh, the rest of no. our clues here for three points. Nicholas Cage was recently added as a survivor. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. For for two oh, points, man. as a survivor, the goal is to escape through using generators to open a gate or through an escape hatch. And for one point, as a killer, you have many options including Leatherface, Michael Myers, Pyramid Head, and the Demogorgon.
3: Depedile.
0: Oh, that makes me that makes me hate that game so much right now.
1: Mm. Yeah,
0: fuck their Demogorgon from Stranger Things. That is not a Demogorgon. It's also called the Demogorgon. The he's a prince of hell or the abyss. Just hate that they made it into like a jobber monster when it's like supposed to be like one of the worst things in D and D.
1: I think that that is what they're basically gonna. So that's what they've set up for the final season, though, is that it is of the Demogorgon, and his name is Vecna. If it's Vecna,
0: is a different thing. It's that's the god like, of death.
1: That's what I think that they are setting up.
0: Oh, my D and D brain, like monster brain, really hates that series sometimes. <sighs> The mind flayer. It's
2: just what they use based on what they've been playing, dude. Okay, knowing D and it's not because it's the actual thing.
0: Knowing D and D, like and doing doing the, that's like going into the zoo and you're like, oh man, I've read all these zoo books, and they look at a zebra and they're like, look at the lion.
1: Well like, you got like some real wild buyers wrong. energy no. about this right now.
2: Uh, (laughs) dude it's not that deep it's just a way for them to identify a thing between each other based on what they've been playing in the first season when they encounter it they faced off against the demogorgon when will was taken and then with the most recent season when they were ding with eddie it was vecna that they were facing and that they defeated so that's What they identified the villain as. The villain slash monster as. Okay. It's not because they're identifying it as the actual thing. You gotta disconnect that part of your brain.
0: No, it's so dumb. You would... Oh, don't... No, no, no. This is is my Cyclops argument. You can't look at a four-eyed monster and say it's a Cyclops. You can't. Like, there's a name for shit, and it should... Stay that way. And if you are someone who knows about it in the game, and then you're like, this is a demogorgon, and it's not a demogorgon, what the hell are they talking about? Like, that doesn't make any sense.
1: Like I said, this is like real Will Byers energy.
0: There's like 50 things you could call the demogorgon that would be more accurate. <laughs> I don't know who Will Byers is, and I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: He just really wants to play D&D with his friends, and they just have to, like, be in puberty and care about girls. And it's a real problem. Oh,
0: yeah. In season two? Yeah. Yes. Uh, That was entirely me in high school. I'm not going to lie. Like, I was just... Yeah.
1: All right. So, uh, Ace, you have 23 points, and Fortuan, you have 35 let me see how many games I've left for you guys. One, two, three, four. I have six games left. Okay. All right. Uh, for ten points, this game was originally released in 2000.
0: I got nothing for you.
2: 20 oh
0: I'm so bad at what released in, in those early odds. I am... Uh, Aside from 2004 on, I'm good.
1: All right, for 9 points, it released for the Nintendo 64.
0: See, I would have thought this would have been GameCube.
1: (laughs) (laughs) For 8 points, it's a first-person shooter with a single-player campaign, cooperative campaign, and local multiplayer deathmatch.
0: My one guess just went out the water door, so I have no idea.
1: <laughs> All right. For seven points. Developed and published by Rare.
0: It's no hold on.
1: Perfect okay. dark? It is perfect dark. Yeah. For seven points. Yeah.
0: Right, it's the, it's their follow-up to Goldeneye
1: Yep, yeah, which is one of the other clues you have, You're at 42 Okay, so for 6 points You play as an agent of the Carrington Institute For mm-hmm. 5 points You are tasked with stopping an extraterrestrial conspiracy By rival corporation Datadyne For 4 points Spiritual successor to Goldeneye 007 mm-hmm. For three points, was considered one of the most technically advanced titles for the N64 and required the expansion pack to access the campaign mode.
0: Yep. It and DK64. Those Mm -hmm. two. Mm -hmm.
1: For two points, a sequel released in 2005. And for one point, you play as Joanna Dark.
0: Yep. And that sequel was not on a Nintendo console. It was on a 360.
1: Yeah. Pretty exclusively in that bargain bin at GameStop,
3: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. which is a bummer because Perfect Dark Oof. was a really great game. All right, so uh, Ace twenty three Fortuan forty two Ace, you can still do this. Just you know, at those ten point guesses, you get you get three. You won't be out. Just go for yeah. it, man. Just go for it. It'd be really funny if you get one of the ten-point ones just off the year.
2: It would be, but I don't. <laughs> I don't know about that. Because on that one. I was really tempted to just like Majora's Mask. <laughs> but I think like,
0: Majora's Mask was Mask was like ninety-eight or
1: something. Like, all right. Know. So for ten it's points, the few Zelda's I didn't play. For ten points, originally released in nineteen ninety-four. Okay. Why are you doing this to me? I don't know that game.
0: Sorry, I was six. So. Okay.
1: For nine points.
2: I was.
0: (laughs) If that. (laughs) Yeah. Oh,
1: for nine points. (laughs) Released for arcades in 1994 and then ported to the Super Nintendo and Game Boy in 1995.
0: Game Boy. Okay.
1: Okay. For eight points. Developed by Rare and published by Midway and Nintendo. Oh. Depending on, you know, which game it was Yeah, on.
0: yeah. Uh, I'm going to wait for more. I might have an
1: idea. Okay. Ace? you wanna close that gap? Mm. Come I have on! Ideas. You need oh, to you have said. three. You need to have
0: three certain. ideas. Was it? Who was the developer that wasn't Nintendo again?
1: Rare. Oh, pu- it was developed by Rare, published by Midway and Nintendo.
0: Rare. Never mind.
1: Yeah, I got nothing right now.
2: Tekken. Nope.
1: For seven points. 2.5D fighting game that boasted single round but with double health bars.
0: Killer Instinct.
1: Yes. All right. That was for seven points, which brings you to 49. The rest of our clues here for six points. Gameplay included finishing moves, ultra combos, and combo breakers.
0: Yeah, that's a super... To me, that's a big giveaway. Yeah. If you've played.
1: Yeah, if you play.
0: I've never played it. Really? I've only ever, yeah, I've only ever watched this game. I really like it, but I've only ever watched this series.
1: Oh, man. I've, I've played a ton of this on Nintendo 64.
0: Wait, wait, wait. I take that back. I played the Super Nintendo and the n sixty not Super Nintendo, the N64 version, which um, is
1: the sequel. That's two. Yeah. Yeah, no, I did play the Super um, Nintendo yeah. one then.
0: Yeah. So I've played them, but not never like always just at a friend's house for a couple rounds. Never like extensively.
1: So Gotcha. For five points, the story involves a mega corporation called Ultratech who creates a fighting tournament to test their experimental creatures. For four points, sequels released in ninety six and twenty thirteen.
0: Welcome to late stage capitalism, <laughs>
1: right? Um, I, we're not that far off with some of the uh, some of the aliens on that roster. Uh, for three points, the original roster included ten playable characters such as Thunder, Jago, Riptor, and Orchid. Mm-hmm. For two points, the name of the tournament is the name of the game. And for one point, the game is remembered for playable characters, including a werewolf, a skeleton, a robot with wolverine claws, and a man made of ice. Killer instinct. All right. We're at Ace 23, Fortuan 49. And for 10 points, this game was originally Mm -hmm. released in 2000.
0: Okay. Okay. Ace. Like I said, I'm pretty bad at 2000. Okay.
1: For nine points, it was released for the Nintendo 64.
0: Okay. It Mature's is Mask. Majora's Mask. Really? I was okay. trying so hard to
1: keep a straight face when you guys were like, I think it might be 98.
0: <laughs> that was me. <laughs> Which is uh, that.
1: Ocarina of Time. <laughs> All right. Here. Ace. You get your nine points. Nice. So stupid. <laughs> oh gosh. Alright, so you're at thirty two.
2: I just said that as a fucking joke too. Was that was like I know, I was yeah. that's why
1: I'm saying I was trying to keep a straight face because I knew it was coming up later. Alright. Gotcha. So what, the nice. rest of the clues? <laughs> Uh, For eight points, it was the second in the series to use 3D graphics. Mm -hmm. For seven, it was a direct sequel to the previous entry released in 98. For six points, required the use of the expansion pack to provide refined graphics and flexibility with generating the on-screen characters. For five points... Mm. You will find yourself in Termina, a world parallel to your own. For four yep. points,
0: that's where I would have got it for sure. Yep. Termina.
1: For four points, where you learn that the moon will fall into the world in three days. <laughs> for three points, gameplay includes a perpetually repeating three-day cycle and the various use of or the use of various masks to change your form. 2 points mm-hmm. your trusty ocarina makes a reappearance and is used to control the flow of time and open passages into dungeons and for 1 point you play as link Kid there link. you go yes yeah. all right link ace you can do this man you could do this there's like 3 more games
2: we'll see i think that i think that was more of a you flip. can do it
1: <laughs> but
0: hey that's that's the most points we've got on a question so far is nine so
1: Mm -hmm. you know you miss all the shots you don't take (laughs) okay ace at 32 force one at 49 for 10 points this game was originally released in 1998
2: It it, it's it's not oh my gosh. It's
1: not. It's not.
2: (laughs) The temptation though. (laughs) I don't understand after that.
1: (laughs) For nine points. It released for the PlayStation.
0: Yeah. See I told you. Immediately not gonna be that.
1: For eight points.
2: Metal Gear Solid.
1: And that's one that's one of yours. Damn it. For eight points. Ugh. You still got two more. You're good. All right. I know. It was the first non...
2: Oh, wait, McAfee. What? I just had a McAfee oh. pop up.
1: All right. Uh, The first non-Japanese PlayStation game to sell over one million copies in Japan.
0: Final Fantasy VII.
1: No. Darn. It is the third game in the series for seven points.
0: okay. Non-Japanese game, I guess you said. Yep. Yeah, I missed that yep. part. Ace. It's a
1: non-Japanese,
2: it's a non-Japanese, non-Japanese game.
1: game. It's it was pretty popular in Japan, and it's the third game in the series. Tomb Raider three. No. Ace, you have one. You have one guess oh. left for this. This one. For six points, it takes place immediately after the events of the second game in the series. Okay. For five points, it's a platform game where you need to move through each level, ensuring to gather the crystal within each map.
0: Crash Bandicoot 3.
1: Tell me what it's really called, though. (sighs) What? I have to know what? the tagline. You do because it's uh, kind of like, it, it's not the tagline. It's what the game is called. It's not called Crash 3.
0: <laughs> is it warped?
1: It is called Crash Bandicoot Warped. I'll give you that.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, all right. Very so nice. you got that for five points.
0: I almost pulled a
1: whoa
0: <laughs> on that one.
1: <laughs> and that brings you to 54. So the rest of our clues for four points, lives are gained by eating one hundred Wampa fruit.
0: For three points. Or just getting a life, but yeah. Yep.
1: For three points, your spirit guardian, Aku Aku, has an evil twin brother named Uka Uka, who's teamed up with the villains in this story. Ubliga. Uh, for two points the main villains are Dr. Neocortex and Dr. Nefarious Trophy and for one point you play as Crash and Coco Bandicoot mm-hmm. alright we're down to the last two games Ace even if you swing for the fences you're not gonna win this but you should still do it anyway <laughs> you should do it anyway just for fun Okay.
2: Hit me with the. All right, all right, all right.
1: For 10 points. Maybe. This was originally released in
2: 1999.
1: Five nine.
2: Nine. <laughs> yeah. nine. Which cat is? Uh, not- I've got a Donkey no, Kong 64. No, I'm so sorry.
1: I really wish you would have gotten it though. Yeah. All
0: right.
2: It'd be, it'd be funny. I mean just a year with yeah, no with no other context. Other context of the game is like a real shot in it the is, dark.
1: Cuz we're in like we're starting to get in like the real heyday of gaming. All right. So, for 9 points. It released in arcades in 1999 and then was ported to the Dreamcast in 2000.
0: Well, I'm not going to know this one very easily. That's for sure.
1: (laughs) All right. For eight points, it was developed by Hitmaker and published by Sega. For seven points, it is technically a racing video game. Technically. Technically. Yeah, two more guesses, Ace. You, you want to? All right. Really. For six points, it was ported to PS2 and GameCube in 2011 to Windows in 2002. And it has seen release in releases on the PS Network, Xbox Live Arcade, iOS, and Android. Nope. Got nothing for you. For five points, you can choose to play in three, five, or ten minute sessions, or follow the original arcade rules from the coin-op game. For four points... Oh, hold
0: on. Is it Super Monkey
1: Ball? It is not. That's one of yours. Okay. For four points... You can earn individual ratings for each customer you serve and then a final license rating at the end of the round based on your earned fares.
0: I've got no clue.
1: Wow. Wow. Okay, for three points, original drivers include Axel, BD Joe, Gina, and Gus. For two points... The gameplay was cloned for Simpsons Road Rage, which sparked a lawsuit between Sega and Fox.
0: Well, since we're down to the last two, I might as well start making guesses. Crazy Taxi?
1: It is Crazy Taxi. You get that for two points. So, (laughs) you're at 56.
2: See, there was part of me that just wanted to completely go wrong and just say Pepsi Man.
1: (sighs) (laughs)
0: okay no pepsi pepsi man like,
2: i don't think that was ever released on arcade, so that would definitely it wouldn't be
0: wrong be, pepsi Man was also playstation but also that is an auto runner my friend that is the first ever auto runner it spawned a genre
1: <laughs> the clue for one point was you like i said you drive a taxi wrong.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, no, yeah, I was that's... clueless, and then like I got this clue too. I was like, I gotta make some sort of guess. The Simpsons Road Rage. I was like, I guess Crazy Taxi. Like, but it threw me off being on Dreamcast because I didn't know it was on Dreamcast. Like, I.
1: That's that was the first time I ever played it was Dreamcast.
2: Yeah.
0: I never played it until PS2. So I.
2: I've oh, never played dream, it at it's a
3: all. Blast.
0: It's really fun. Hard. There's nothing. Yeah. There's. It's a great game. Just, you know, the Dreamcast and the Vita live in the same, you know, space of. It's hard to remember because there was hardly anything on it after it died Mm -hmm. so quickly. Yeah.
1: All right. Last. This is the last one for 10 points, Ace. It was originally (laughs) released in 1998. Sure.
2: See, why do you do that again? I don't.
1: I don't understand the question.
0: <laughs> he doesn't like the uh, before two thousand tens.
2: No, I was I was meaning more so calling back to the me joke, guessing Majora's Mask and getting it right, and then having the discussion about the years. Then I mean, like, it's just for fun. One came out in. 98 and then the, one of the next ones being 98 and then this one being 98 because I, now the temptation is there again. I absolutely did it deliberately. So I'll just go so I'll just go ahead and joke guess for Ocarina All right. of Time. Alright well it's
1: not Ocarina of Time. And yeah. that is that is one of your guesses. There. Temptation. Alright.
2: Temptation. For away.
1: nine points it was released for the Playstation.
0: This is why I don't guess on the first one because I'm always just mm-hmm. completely wrong.
1: For eight points, directed, produced, and written by Hideo Kojima. There it is. You're solid. Yeah. All right, Ace. You got eight points for that. <laughs> so that brings you to 40. And Fortuan, you ended at 56. So congratulations, Fortuan. Yay. I'll read the rest of the Metal Gear clues here. Uh, for seven points, it was an action-adventure-stealth game. For six points, which helped to pro- popularize the stealth genre and in in-engine cinematic cutscenes. For five points, takes place in an alternate history timeline in which the Cold War continued into the '90s. For four points, received a GameCube remake. For three mm-hmm. points. Includes a famous fight against Psycho Mantis who tricks you into thinking he's wiped your PlayStation memory card. For two points, some inventory included in your arsenal that are not weapons include diazepam, cigarettes, and shipping packages. And for one point, you are Solid Snake. Nice.
0: I am not a Hideo Kojima fan. Don't like a single game of his,
1: <laughs> I have fond memories of watching my dad play Metal Gear.
0: Have you seen the game Unmetal no it's just it's a spoof of Metal Gear Solid. It's really funny i've I've played it um I haven't finished it, but I played it it's It's really funny. The soldiers like kick every box. It's really funny. <laughs>
2: nice Uh, we watched um, Idiocy last night which was my first time watching Idiocracy
1: oh I love it yeah Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's great
1: I mean I loved (laughs) it before we started living it
0: (laughs) I think Uh, it's hilarious that they made Crocs popular in that movie because they wanted to have a shoe that looked futuristic and stupid and it was great and,
1: <laughs> and, like that's what everyone is wearing right now like everywhere you go crocs crocs yeah
0: i have never owned a pair of crocs i can say
1: i have not my child has i'm of the opinion that like crocs get uglier the bigger the shoe size So, like, they're pretty cute right now for her little child feet, but...
0: Gaia.
2: It it has electrolytes, which plants Mm -hmm. like. Yep.
1: Yeah.
0: I, uh... Let me see, what did I watch this week? Uh, so I got the two sister acts. And I had seen them as kid, as a kid, but I, I watched the first one. I was like, it's okay. Like, I don't know why people love this movie. It's okay. And then I started watching Sister Act 2, and I didn't finish it. I was like, it doesn't follow any of its own movies, universe rules. It doesn't. It lightly sets up the fact that she has to dress up as, as a nun. Very lightly. Not well at all. Like, it's just so weird. Um, yeah. Did not enjoy those. <laughs> no? Because no. you hear people talk about Sister Act, and it's like, oh, that was a good movie. And I'm like, mm, I don't agree. <laughs> I
1: feel like the only time that I watched Sister Act was because it was forced on me at school when we had a sub.
0: They were on sale for like $3. So I was like, why not? And then I did. And I was like, that's why not. That's why. I've also been watching a lot of people react to Lord of the Rings on YouTube. I don't know why I'm in this rabbit hole of people reacting to Lord of the Rings, but I am. (laughs)
2: Like. Just new to the series. Yeah, people who like... watch
0: it for the first time. Oh, that's what I watched. I, I knew I watched a horror movie and I couldn't remember what it was. The Pope's Exorcist. Oh. It's
2: actually was really it? good. Russell Crowe.
0: Yeah, it's Russell Crowe as an exorcist for well, he's the Pope's Exorcist, so yeah. But um it's about uh a exorcism that is like uh pretty serious uh and pretty bad um
1: i mean i think they usually are like all of them
0: (laughs) sure i get it but like there's there's these it's a lot more grandiose than some of the other ones
1: gotcha so like
0: like the exorcist that was just like the demon possessed the girl and you know they're, they're worried about the girl's safety and whatnot um this one uh there are implications that all of the world could be destroyed <laughs> through this this uh child. Uh, and it actually really it's interesting because they start with them like the the church trying to uh ex ex-co- not excommunicate him but like sort of like retire him forcefully because they're like we don't need exorcisms anymore. that that kind of thing. bold
1: Bold of you to assume. And,
0: and even he's like, most of the time, you even see him go into an exorcism at the beginning of the movie where he's like, have you talked to a doctor? Have you talked to a psychologist? Have you talked to yada yada? Like All the things you're he... supposed to rule out before you do the serious shit. Right, right. And yeah. it was just, it was very interesting because he goes in there and he can tell that the people are lying. Essentially, he's like, they're just like, no, 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 we totally did all this. like. And then you go in there, and the guy is just like, uh, the the telling thing is like, he's speaking English, and they're in Italy, right? Because he's in Rome, and he's like, he's speaking English, and he doesn't know English. He's like, do you have a TV? They're like, yes. Does he watch American shows? Yes. Okay, <laughs> you can see the look on his face. Like, no, he knows English. <laughs> Like, so it was uh, but it was actually a really good movie um, I was very surprised uh, there's a point where the possessed child's mom is trying to like comfort him or whatever be like you know concerned for her son and he just straight up grabs her boob and he's like baby needs milk and I was just like I, <laughs> I was like what the hell All right. I was like holy cow just like in the demonic voice it, it threw me off. I was laughing for quite a while. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, I watched The Pope's Exorcist and because uh, it finally went on sale. And then I also watched um, for the uh, the other pie, yeah, the, the Romancing the Pod they did Love Again. So I watched that. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: I would say uh, if you're looking for a good exorcism movie uh the last exorcism was really good okay. I like that one it's uh and they did it they did an episode on it for horror mm-hmm. virgin hey. Um, it's essentially like if I remember correctly he's sort of like a televangelist yeah. creature so they sort of do it like uh, found footage footage style but he's like largely disenfranchised with that aspect of his faith yeah. and I've so, listened like, to the episode he does exorcisms yeah. but they're like all sort of staged if I remember yeah. correctly until this last one got ya and then I also recently got to finally watch X and Pearl and I watched them in chronological oh, interesting. order Yeah, because I know that Pearl is a prequel that came out after X, but they were shot side by side slash at the same time though, which was Mm -hmm. really cool.
1: I'm pretty excited for Maxine. So it's
2: interesting. Yeah, I'm interested to see what they do. I think I am
1: gonna be Pearl for Halloween. Yeah, I mean, like, Uh, look, I got, I got the braids right now. I naturally have them white ass eyebrows, yeah. mm-hmm. so just need a or... red dress and an axe. I'm good.
2: You're gonna have your husband go as a scarecrow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be really funny. And yes, now I think so. Mm. I think so. That's like okay. that's like like top shelf <laughs> Peter Peter Pumpkin eater humor.
2: Andrea and I did that like two or three. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like where like she did a pumpkin outfit and then I had like a a uh, baseball shirt that we put Peter Peter on with iron on letters.
1: Yeah, no, I think I think you just picked it. I'll let him know. He's gonna be a scarecrow.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That or the uh Projectionist, and you could. Uh...
1: Oh yeah, and isn't that guy supposed to be the new Superman? I think I is think he? so. I didn't yeah, know that.
0: Cavill, Cavill. Shortly after announcing he was leaving The Witcher, like a week later, he was no longer going to be Superman.
1: And I think they cast this dude that played the projectionist. Ace is pulling his phone out. He's like, "I gotta yeah. confirm this." <laughs>
0: This Halloween could be yeah. the first Halloween in which I could dress up for a while. Because I actually live in town and there's probably trick-or-treaters. So.
1: I think that you absolutely should be getting a Hagrid costume and the children would love that.
0: I don't know if you saw, but I actually cut the beard.
1: Yeah, you so. got time for that to grow a little more.
0: I and mean, it takes a long time. That was two years of growth. That I cut. Like, yeah,
1: but now that you've cut it, you've simulated hair growth. Like, it's gonna.
0: Fair, yeah.
2: Yeah, but like. See, Superman legacy.
1: I don't
0: know. I could go as Hagrid. Cece would love that. She's a huge Harry Potter fan, but like. My uncle is just basically the real life Hagrid. I'm not kidding. Like, <laughs> we call him Uncle Toad because he keeps turtles and frogs and stuff in his house and aquariums and, like, Actually, he has a Hagrid. rain, yeah. yeah, he has a rain barrel that has a snapping turtle in it Oh my he God. calls <laughs> Char- Charlie. Um, he rescues, like, any sort of animal that's injured and nurses it back to health. He's really good with animals. Yes, yeah, that's
1: Hagrid. Yeah.
0: I look a lot like him. All right. Yeah.
2: So yeah, I guess so. This just threw me off because it's got um the what I assume is a comic book cover for it. But yeah, I guess that guy is uh, Clark Kent for Superman Legacy. Mm-hmm. And then it looks like an actress who played Dora is Hawkgirl because she's totally in the Dora in a Dora looking outfit. Okay. Then Nathan Fillion is Guy oh, yeah. Gardner.
1: I've never seen that.
0: I don't know. People like the, uh, the weird western space thing that he was in. I don't. Firefly? Yeah. I always remember Serenity before I remember Firefly.
1: Firefly? I mean, like it was fine. I don't, I don't, feel charmed by nathan fillion Mm -hmm. i don't the glamour he has doesn't work on me i don't know
0: obviously me either (laughs) i think it sucks how that that show went down but like i don't have any attachment to it and i know because i guess his name's jesse in the show um um the baldwin brother that, that plays in that show um, I know him more from Chuck as Casey. And I'm a big fan of Chuck. So I was just like, oh, it's the guy from Chuck. And they're like, how dare you? He's from Firefly. And I'm like, I don't, I don't care about Firefly. I like Chuck. <laughs> Which is, uh, yeah, Zachary Levi, who's in Fallout New, Fallout Vegas. New <laughs> Vegas. And I'm supposed to play that at some point um i did show show you sasha before the show but i, I will talk about it a little bit on the show uh, i did find uh, obviously still playing about the diablo 4 i'm already back to level 85 on my seasonal character so i'm making progress but um i got this game called terra nil and it's like a reverse city builder where you have to reclaim the environment from being a wasteland and it starts off completely barren. Like where you saw the game, I was towards the end of end of that level. It starts off completely barren. And you got to remodel everything so that you can get like, you have to establish power. Then you have to re-detoxify the land and then put water in the land so it grows grass. And then you got to do all these, build all these things so that you can reintroduce life into the environment and then you have to walk yourself backwards out of it destroying everything you've built along the way and go from there and there's only a certain it's you got to be careful though because one of the scenarios in which i failed i failed because i couldn't walk myself backwards out of like i left like one little thing up on a hill that i couldn't reach with the uh the reclaimer and i was like that sucks. So I had to start the whole map over because I couldn't reclaim one thing. Um, but in that last playthrough I did, I did finally get the polar bears and the arctic foxes, which I was really trying to get.
1: And the narwhal.
0: And the nar- well, I already had the narwhal before, but I do like the narwhals. <laughs> I was doing the, the tundra. The, the one I started while we were waiting for Ace to get here um, is a sunken city. So like you're reclaiming a city that was flooded. Uh, so I started cool. that
1: while we were talking. That's very cool.
0: So uh, I guess that I didn't play a lot of it. I only got to the part where you're starting to re- put down plant life again or biomes. And one of the things you can do is you reclaim a, a, um, a skyscraper that's pu- standing out of the water. So you break down the materials, but it still has the skeleton of it standing there. I was like, okay, what's that about? And then I got to that point and I had to get off, but I saw that you can actually put bamboo growths in that structure, so they hold it up, and it spreads a bamboo forest in that structure. I was like, "That is cool." That is very cool.
2: yeah. Um. I was also gonna say, Sasha. I'm even more excited for Maxine. They got a yeah, really stacked do. cast. You got Elizabeth Debicki uh also obviously Mia Goth mm-hmm. uh Kevin Bacon and Giancarlo Giancarlo Esposito yeah,
1: that's that's going to be good
2: and then Halsey I don't know how she is as an actress I don't
0: know who that is
1: well she's a singer she's a you probably have heard the Lilith song yeah singer it's the Diablo 4 oh yes
0: thing. yeah I have heard the Lilith yeah. song yeah It's okay. I'm not really a big fan, but.
1: I I am. Like, she's, if my kid doesn't mess my Spotify algorithm up, Halsey's usually in my top five.
0: She's very, um, dark.
1: Hello, <laughs> At least my in name that is song. Sasha. Is today the first day we've met? <laughs> no,
0: it's not. But, you know, <laughs> it's not it's not my cup of tea. she's okay for me
2: you also got uh, Michelle Monaghan in it as well in uh, X they had Kid Cudi who's what uh, R&B yep. rapper
1: Yep.
0: again lost on me no idea and I really only know but I don't even know his name I don't know Big time rapper who bought the one ring. What's his name?
1: Who bought the? Oh, Post Malone. I see. Post I, Malone. I saw that and I thought of you. I was like, "Oh man."
0: Yeah, like I didn't. He actually did. He paid two point five million for that magic card. No, never. I haven't. I don't think I've ever spent more than forty five individually for a card. I don't think. It's insane.
3: I mean,
1: two point five you, when you million. Got fuck you, money. You can do whatever you want. So,
0: so it used to be a big thing that the Black Lotus was the most expensive Magic card because it was from the original set, and there's never going to be any more of them. They're used in tournament play, and now the One Ring from the Lord of the Ring set has blown that record more than ten times over. Holy cow! Because it was a uh, I think it was a hundred thousand last time that was sold. Wow. Was, uh... Yeah, hmm. and then you go to
2: are there just that few in circulation? Yeah, for this they're set?
0: they're they're part of the what do they what do they call them? I don't know. There's like a like a big ten that they're never going to print again because they were the power ten or something like that. Um that they're never going to print anything close to that power level again. And the Black Lotus was one of said things uh, because it was just that powerful. And it was from the original set of Magic 2, which means.
2: Well, yeah. Yeah.
0: Is it Power 9? Maybe, Maybe it's 9. I don't know. I'm not as knowledgeable in Magic as a lot of my friends are. And I only it only came up because I was at my friend's surprise birthday party last night. We played Magic. I was there till I think one thirty playing Magic and then I stayed a little bit longer to talk to uh, some other friends and then I left. So I got mm-hmm. home after three o'clock in the morning last night. And then I had to get up at ten to get the girls, so <laughs> So it was uh Quite the night. but it was fun. Like, I, I was telling Sasha, there was a board game there, uh, that I really enjoyed called Dice Throned. It was like kind of like a, a, a PvP Yahtzee, it was so fun. It yeah, sounds very uh, cool, interesting. Yeah, you get like you have like a board of what character you are. And we played a Marvel version, so I got to be Loki, and like, uh, so we were playing on teams, and so it was Loki and Thor, which we called the brothers. And then we had Miles Morales and Black Panther, who was my, my friend Brian and his brother-in-law, Nate. Uh, and they were the brothers, because they were who they were. And then we had Scarlet Witch and Miss um, Marvel. So they were the sisters.
1: Have you looked into like the original versions of this game? Like, cause the Marvel's just like a special version of it.
0: Yeah, yeah, Uh, I have heard about them. They sound amazing.
1: Yeah, I feel like this is exactly up your alley. Like, Barbarian yes. versus Moon Elf. Pyromancer versus Shadow Thief. Monk versus yes. Paladin.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I am 100% down for this game. I, I asked, uh, my buddy Jared to, uh, to look it up for me. Cause he has board games that he can request uh, at the store. In fact, I'm going to message him now. <laughs> I want that game. Cause it was really freaking fun. Um, we had this thing. So me playing Loki, right? So you think he would have some tricksy abilities. Um, they attacked me one time, the whole game once, because the one time they, they attacked me, it failed spectacularly. So like, they did their roll, and it was like, okay, so we're going to do this attack on you. And I was like, hold on. Because I have this little illusion token, and I'm Loki, pick a card of three cards. And I laid them down on the on the table. One's success, one's a half success, and one's a fail. So they got the fail. And they were like, okay, so what does that mean? And I, said, and I flipped over the card, and it says, Loki prevents infinite damage this turn. And I was just like. All right, then. Can't touch this. (laughs) So it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, That was probably the highlight of what we played that night. You know, we played magic, but like I've been I've been sort of like out of magic for a long time. So I still have a deck for this occasion specifically, but. I don't know. It made me think maybe I should have some variety because they played a couple games and I only had one deck. So I was like, I don't want to play the same one again. Although it would have helped. The the one they played later on actually would have helped me. But yeah, so I, don't know, I might be getting into more nerdy things. And of course, I, I mentioned I got the OLED Switch uh, for a steal in comparison to 80. The girls are like, why'd you get another Switch? I was like, because it looks prettier. And it was cheap. And Amory's is about Mm -hmm. ready to die. And then, because she has the original Switch uh, that I had. And I've noticed that she has damaged it in some areas because she's a kid. And I was like, well, it may or may not live all the way. Till whatever next thing we get. So, Mm -hmm. I have it as a backup. She'll get the Monster Hunter one as long as she promises to take care of it, I guess. And in the end, it's just a thing. But we'll see. But for now, I'm playing on two different Switches. So I'm playing some games on one Switch and some games on the other Switch right now. Um, I don't have anything else tonight. Um, I'm still really tired. <laughs> I didn't get a lot of sleep uh, next week Sasha you're out um, so Ace you and I will we'll figure something out see if we get someone in or, or something and uh, yeah we'll, we'll we'll figure out from there I have no idea because after Sasha it would be me usually but I don't want to disclude Sasha from whatever I'm thinking of so
1: you guys should probably talk about Zelda <laughs>
0: I mean, we could I don't think we we could did a really deep dive on it at all. We just talked about what we did so far kind of
1: be a perfect yeah. time for you, know you guys mean. to talk about it when I'm not there.
0: <laughs> I did play a little bit more during the vacation, but that's because I ran out of things to play so
2: it's far enough out from release that. I don't think I'd necessarily feel bad about spoilers. Sure.
0: Okay. Alrighty. Well, uh, thanks everyone for listening. Uh we'll catch you next week. Be sure to join the Discord and uh follow us on Twitter at Hunter Sub Pod uh on Twitter. And I I guess you could still do the Twitch even though I'm not gonna be doing that too much anymore. And then um Ace at Ace Ace Badger Gaming. Sorry, not Ace Ace at Ace Badger Gaming without a setter. and then yeah uh come chat have fun um got a great story about someone biking like 15 miles and then swimming for 2 hours and I just I died like I like I read that and I got tired I was like what would you do that for <laughs> that is too much physical activity <laughs> so I mean, I used to do that stuff. I was in a 32 mile bike race when I was uh, 26 or 7 or something like that. But I didn't. I'm not very good at bikes. So I hated it.
2: So. I mean, when I was younger, I used to bike into town or to the far side of town mm-hmm. between Germantown and Menominee Falls. And that was. Roughly about a 10 mile, bike ride. 10 mile bike ride there and back. So,
0: while I was in college, my friend and I biked from my parents' house into Chillicothe once, which was like a 25 minute drive. That was rough, like, it was like an all day <laughs> thing. And then we got to the gas station, got some drinks, and then just went back home. And it was an adventure because people do not like to go around bikes. Um, no, they don't. Yeah. And we were on, like, country highway stuff, not, like, uh, no bike paths or anything like that where where I was at. That was, but it was a fun adventure. He still talks about that every once in a while, but man, I am not in shape to do anything like that again. Alrighty. Well. Have a good evening, everyone, and we'll uh, we'll see you next week.